0: Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Jeff Wickersham. Excited to dive in today to this topic. Top five common beliefs that dads need to destroy. And I thought of this as I was being interviewed on a podcast this morning. And we talked about beliefs that we take from childhood and things that we hear, social norms, things that we're fed and kind of programmed in us, especially as dads, leaders, that tip of the spear for the families that stop us in our tracks and stop us from being that best version of ourselves, not only for us, but also for our kids, also for our wives, also for our extended family and everybody we come in contact with. And the quality of our life is determined by the quality of questions we ask ourselves. And I'm going to challenge you in these top five most common beliefs that we need to destroy, and I want you to think a little bit differently. And I hope by the end of this segment, you will be able to think or you'll be questioning a little bit deeper how you feel, and then you're going to take action from it, right? We have access to more information than we've ever had in human history. It's not the fact that we have a lack of knowledge, we have a lack of action, So through this segment, I hope I inspire you, motivate you to take action in your life in a positive way. Because if you're stuck, if you're in a rut, if you're suffering from depression, isolation, anxiety, all those things, it's going to require action to get out of it. And it just needs to be a small step. It doesn't need to be a leap off of a cliff. Take a small step in the right direction. And you'll be amazed at how more motivated you feel, how that becomes a spiral and a circle where you take action, you feel more motivated and inspires you to take more action. When you take more action, you become more motivated. So that's the goal for today's segment. So beliefs, number one, that I want to debunk. My wife digs the dad bod. It's just not the case. And especially if you came into marriage and you were in shape and now you're 30 to 40 pounds overweight. I don't care what the girl you follow on Instagram or TikTok is saying in her videos. Your wife does not dig the dad bod. I've spoken to wives who husbands are overweight. They've confided, said, yeah, I I wish my husband was in better shape. And it also impacts everything else you do in life. Listen, we're men, testosterone, masculinity. We should be strong. We should be in shape. We should be able to run a couple miles. We should be able to deadlift and squat and bench press. We should be in tip-top shape, not only for ourselves, because that energy, that zest transfers over into anything we do in life. But we also should set that example for our kids to be the best version of themselves, to chase their dreams. How do we do that? Pretty easy. Staying in shape, getting quality sleep, eating right, and exercising, lifting weights, moving the body, being physically fit. You want to be able to handle stress better in your life? I guarantee you, if you were in better shape, you'd be able to handle that stress better. So this common belief, hey, dad, bought," it's all bullshit. Just so tired of hearing that. Get in shape. Get in the gym. Whatever it takes to be that optimal, best version of yourself physically. And then the most amazing thing happens. When you take care of yourself physically, mentally, you feel better. It's amazing how everything we do, every single thing we do impacts every other single thing that we do. If you're not in great shape good shape even. It's no wonder why you can't get off the couch to do things. It's no wonder why you don't have time in your days because you lack energy to attack the day. So that's number one, right? Getting in tip-top shape, doing something, moving the body. We are physically meant to move. When you exercise, when you move, you get a 12-hour mood and focus booster. Studies have shown it's like a little bit of Ritalin, a little bit of Prozac. Helping with your focus, helping with your mood. That's what we can do naturally. Why aren't we, as men, as dads, as leaders, as husbands, moving the body, lifting weights, being physical? I do it every darn day. I come in contact with a lot of people that say, you operate at such a high energy level, I don't know how you do it. Well, my number one rule is I'm a world-class athlete. I train like that every day. I do hard shit physically to untap my mental strength, to be in the best shape I can be, to run hard with my teenage sons. So if you want more success personally and professionally, you got to start with being in better shape. Your wife does not dig the dad bod. I'm sorry to break that news to you, but that's the reality. So that is number one belief that you need to crush or bury. Number two, wait until your kids are teenagers. How many people heard this when their kids were younger? I hear it still to this day, time and time again. We're fed this belief that when our kids become teenagers, it's gonna be an awful period of life. They're not gonna wanna spend time with us. They're gonna be distant. And so many parents are just letting that happen. So many dads are letting that happen in their world. I guarantee you that does not have to be the case. That is a belief, a lie that we've been fed. And all of these are, cameras freaking out. All these are lies or beliefs that we've been fed. You have the power to write your own story. You have the power to craft your narrative. How do you want the teenage years to play out with your kids? I know personally, I want to have a great relationship with my sons. I want to pour into them even more in their teenage years. I want to be helping them, guiding them, encouraging them, motivating them to chase their dreams. How do I know how to do that? I pour in to what they're into. I'm there when they need to speak to me, when they're going through challenging times. I'm there just to listen if I need to. And that's a bit of a challenge for me because I'm a born fixer. But sometimes they just want me to listen. They want to vent. So this whole story of wait until your kids are teenagers, totally false. You can pour into them. You can have a great relationship. You can build those bonds. I've seen it not only happen myself, just this week, a dad going through class six, the warrior dad experience. One of the reasons why he joined up in the 10-week program was because he has a stepdaughter who's 17 years old going away to college next year. Big distance gap between the both of them. He was struggling with connecting with her. He knew he wanted to build a bond with the year left they had before she went to college. Maybe that narrative, maybe that belief played in his mind, I'm not sure. But just this week, I got a text message where they had an exchange. His teenage daughter reached out to him, asked him if he liked Justin Timberlake. He said, yes, they went back and forth. She said, we we should go to a concert together. Then she said, I want to spend more time with the family since I'm leaving for college next year. He wrote to me, he said, Jeff, I came to you to help guide me, help me in building and closing the gap in the relationship with my stepdaughter in two weeks that has happened he said thank you we can create our own story don't listen to what the common path is or the common belief is when it's related to our kids and being teenagers i'm here to tell you i know from my experience i've got a great relationship with both my boys we spend a lot of time together even as teenagers it doesn't need to be, wait until they're teenagers. That's just common narrative. That's probably come from parents that haven't poured into their kids and just let them drift as teenagers. Maybe they're on their phones when they could be spending precious moments connecting with them. Maybe they don't ask them to do things. And that's where the drift occurs. So that's just a common belief that we need to destroy as dads, especially you dads who have kids that are under the age of 10. You've probably been fed that lie. Hey, just wait till they're teenagers. It doesn't need to be that way. When you're intentional, when you pour into your kids day in and day out, those teen years can be amazing years of guiding them, of seeing them grow and mature into young men, young women, being there, being that source of knowledge, also being vulnerable, talking about hard stuff. I've had those conversations with my two boys. That's how you continue to bond, make that connection. I've seen it happen myself in my journey as a dad of two young boys, now teenagers, and I see it in other men, dads, that jump into the warrior dad experience. So that is myth, lie, belief number two that we just need to get rid of. Kill it, bury it, let's get rid of it. Create your own story. This is your journey. This is your legacy we're talking about with your kids. So, so important. So that is belief number two. Number three, can't teach an old dog new tricks. Probably heard this. I don't hear it as much now. It could be morphed into, that's just the way I am. I'm not a morning person. Those type of things. You are limiting your growth. When you say absolute statements like that. I guarantee you, you can teach an old dog new tricks. I guarantee you, when you were born at the hospital, they didn't stamp you with, you're not a morning person. Those are things you've picked up. Those are habits, rituals, routines that you've absorbed, maybe from your parents or your brother and sister, somebody you were around, or maybe when you were an early adult. You lived in an apartment with a bunch of guys and they just slept in and you got out of those routines and rituals. I'll tell you in my experience, I was not an early riser 20 years ago. I get up, get to work. That was it. Now I have this space in the morning. And I'm not saying you need to get up at 445 like I did this morning. But I'm telling you, you are limiting your growth when you have a fixed mindset that you can't learn new things. When you have a fixed mindset that this is just the way I am. It's not the case. You can learn anything. You put in practice, disciplined, consistent effort day in and day out. That journey of life that we're all on. That journey of being a dad. Being that beacon of positivity, hope, change that your family looks up to. Being that leader of the team that is your family. When you're on that journey, when you have a growth mindset that I'm just going to get curious today, what's something else I can learn? When you kill that myth, when you bury it, I'm just that way," you can't teach an old dog new tricks. When you get out of that mindset, that's the fixed mindset. Carol Dwick and her famous book, Mindset, Fixed Mindset, Growth Mindset. That's fixed mindset thinking. You're not going to get very far in life, nor should your kids hear that language. When they hear that language, they adopt that same fixed mindset. As dads, we always have to be super, super aware of how we're speaking out into the world, especially when our kids are around. Get curious, get that growth mindset that I can learn new things. I can get better, that this journey of life is a, Guiding North Star. It's not a destination, right? It's not an island we're going to get to, and we're not going to put in any work. So, that thought process of you can't teach an old dog new tricks that I'm just born that way. It's not the case. You just don't want it bad enough. And maybe many of the results or lack of results that you're not getting in your world could be personally, could be professionally. The reason is. You just don't want it bad enough. You haven't committed to change. You haven't put in disciplined work day in and day out. Haven't been consistent. Maybe you try it one day, two day, three days. Isn't working, you give up. You want to develop grit, resilience. Show it to your kids. Stay consistent. Stay committed to what you're attacking, what you want to do from a growth perspective. That's a powerful, powerful practice to get into. So myth number three, can't teach an old dog new tricks, totally false. Number four, and I did see I misspelled it. Number four, I'm the only one that feels that way. This is near and dear to my heart. When I left corporate America, opened up a boutique gym in my place where I live, area I live, I had these beliefs that I still had from childhood. Wasn't good enough and I'll never be successful. Those are the two overriding themes that were playing in the back of my mind. Heck, we talked about it on the podcast that I was interviewed this morning on, how I just had this belief that I wasn't good enough, I wasn't worthy. The fact of the matter is, we all have one or two limiting beliefs that kind of stop us in our tracks. You might not even be aware of it right now, I always like to relate it as we're driving that race car of life. We want to slam down that gas. We want to go really fast, whether it's personally or professionally. We want to be successful. When we're slamming in that gas pedal, those limiting beliefs have the foot on the other. That other foot on the brake. It's stopping us from reaching that level. And it's not just you. It's every single one of us. By age five, six, seven, we have those beliefs. We've had something happen in our world. We've made a decision as a five, six, seven year old. And that's not a very educated decision, but that's what we do. As we grow up, we make a belief, and all of a sudden that sticks in our minds. Happened to me. I didn't uncover it until I was in my late 30s, early 40s of why that occurred. I always thought there was just something wrong with me. There is nothing wrong with you. We all battle that same mental battle, that mental fight, that mental war, that six inches that's in between our ears. I face it every single day. My sons face it. My wife faces it. Everybody is battling those limiting beliefs and that mental fight. I like to say if I could, tee up a golf ball, and I'm not a good golfer by any stretch of the imagination, tee one up here, hit a driver, I'd hit five, six, seven houses of dads that are dealing with the same stuff. We need to get out of this thought process of, it's just me. Why am I this way? I'm the only one that feels this way. It's just not true. And when we can agree to that, we can ask ourselves that question. Maybe we can be a little bit vulnerable. We can open up to somebody that's close to us, another dad, friend, brother, whoever it might be, when we can open up, when we share what we're battling, when we have the strength to ask for help, and that's a strength that's not a weakness, when we can talk about things that are less surface level, how are the kids, did you check out the game last night? We can all, all just talk about real shit. That's amazingly powerful. That's how we get growth. That's how all of a sudden, when your buddies, maybe your brother, good friend, maybe a dad at the ball game says, you know what, Jeff? Man, I'm dealing with that same stuff. And then you bounce ideas off each other and all of a sudden you get growth. So often, we can't see our blind spots. So often, it's tough to read the label inside the bottle. That's why dads come to me to jump into the warrior dad experience. They want a coach, a guide, somebody to can help provide different ideas, different strategies to unlock that growth, to pour into their families when they're going through challenging times or just to up-level their skills as a human being. You're not the only one that feels that way. Just know that. If you need help, have the strength to ask for it. It's not a weakness. It is a strength. So that is number four. Number five, and this is the dirtiest four-letter word that I ever hear day in and day out. It's I'm too busy. That word busy is like fingernails on a chalkboard for me. It is just not the case. Your priorities and your commitment to getting things done is just not high enough. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. You've heard me talk about this a couple of times in recent podcast episodes before. Why do I keep coming back to it? Because it's the easy way out. If you continually take the easy way out, life will be very, very hard for you. Is it challenging? Is it difficult to prioritize your schedule to say no to things that maybe you kind of want to do, but aren't the best priorities? To dial in and be focused when we're bombarded by more inputs in one week than our ancestors were 100 years ago in their entire lifetimes. Yes, it's challenging. Yes, it's difficult. But I'm too busy. When I hear that, it means you have total lack of control in your life. You just don't have any. I'm too busy. How was your day? Busy. I don't want to look back on my life and Say it was busy. I always come back with, my day was productive. I was productive today. I get emails from people prospecting me. I know you're busy. Delete. I don't even look at it. That language is stopping you from achieving that next level of growth. Worse, your kids are hearing it. Especially if it's at the dinner table. Oh, how was your day? Oh, I was busy. I don't think... Anybody wants to be busy. Busy is a burden. It feels heavy. Weighs us down. I was productive. I kicked butt today. Awesome. What happened? I'm too busy is just the easy way out. It's a default pattern. We've been programmed to say that. Now that you're aware, listen for the next couple days and hear people describe how they are. I guarantee you 90% of those people are saying, I'm too busy. 90% 90% of the people are just kicking the can down the street, not taking responsibility for what they want to attack. Then they're complaining about how they have a lack of success personally or professionally. I'm too busy. We got we to gotta get rid of that. That one, I know it's number five here. We should kill that and put it to bed. Think about the language of when you say that. Pause before you say it next time and choose a different outcome. What's going to happen when you do that? You're going to be more productive that next day. You're going to think about it throughout your day. Typically, when life's throwing us haymakers, and it does, right? We can't control much of what happens in life. We can control those bookends, AM and PM bookend. That's what we dial in in the Warrior Dad experience. That's why dad's, see such tremendous growth, but when life's throwing haymakers at us, when we're in that fight, when we've got that warrior mentality, rather than just letting them punch away, be productive, punch back. Hold on. I'm getting dinged with cell phone notifications. Put your cell phone on do not disturb, be productive, focus on what you truly want, not what other people want that slight change will be a game changer for you. I'm too busy is just an excuse. I'm too busy is being lazy. I'm too busy it's just easy to say. I challenge you and I've challenged you in the last 24 minutes that we've been together to think a little bit differently, to ask yourself some hard questions. If any of these struck a chord in you, It's time you put them down on paper and you kind of think about what are you going to do? What legacy are you going to leave as a dad, as a leader, as the man of the family, as the tip of the spear? Think about that moving forward, right? Because the quality of our life is impacted by the quality of questions we ask ourselves. If you got that itch on the back of your neck, you're feeling that potential you want to tap into, go out to thewarriordad.com. I appreciate you listening. Appreciate you watching. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Dare to be uncommon. Love lead legacy. Create a legendary day, and I'll talk to you soon.